This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree. And today, Luke, with hundreds of ways to share content online, it can be difficult to decide where to start. Once you've decided which platforms to focus on, then you have to choose which features to use. Well, one of the most straightforward and instant credibility-boosting features I've seen is LinkedIn articles. LinkedIn continues to be one of the best places to establish your professional brand, and its user base continues to grow even as we're seeing some other social platforms slow down. So today, we're going to talk about why you should consider using LinkedIn articles, what content to share, and how to publish your perfectly penned piece of content. Mm, I love it. I will say this because— Wait, give I, a little love to the alliteration there. Perfectly penned piece. You are a poet. Okay. Dude, like now, now very can, poetic, very poetic. Nice. Here's the thing. It's like, I feel a little shame because I don't do a lot of LinkedIn mm-hmm. articles, even though we write a ton of articles and I should be. I did an article one time on LinkedIn. Yeah. And when you search my name, that article comes up when you search the Gakery. So that even shows you the power of the SEO juice yep. that you get from doing LinkedIn articles. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat. No, it's perfect. That's one of the first things we we're going to talk about when talking about why use LinkedIn articles. You got it right there. I've been noticing even more in uh, my research on the podcast. So like I will look up topics as we're going to talk about them on the podcast. And I was looking up actually the podcast we're doing next uh, for St. Patrick's Day. So make sure you uh, come back next week to hear that one because we're going to talk about how to get lucky in business. Mm. I searched that and one of the first results was a LinkedIn article from somebody. I pulled it up. I read through some of the research. It was really cool. So obviously it's a great opportunity. It, It does also improve your own LinkedIn ranking on the platform. Okay. So if somebody is searching for a topic or something in the LinkedIn platform, it's scanning your page and all of your activity for topics and then making sure that it displays the most relevant results to users. So it works from that perspective also. I've noticed when you like, every time I Google to search somebody, if it's an agent and I've just searched their name, usually LinkedIn yeah. pops up as one of the first things on Google. And if you're not sure With what agents, we're talking you'll about. Get, like Zillow profiles also, yeah. obviously as well, but definitely LinkedIn. Is it's the like the ones. search engine optimization. Like how do you rank higher on Google or how do you get your name out there in more places? LinkedIn is a great way to do it. And also what I have seen too is that to me, I get searched probably a couple hundred times a week. It says people, this yep. couple hundred people have viewed your profile. I don't know who they are. It kind of gives me like the search criteria they came from and stuff like that. But it tells me, wow, people are using LinkedIn as a way to check out who I am. Yes. And so once they get to your page, obviously this is where posting regularly does matter. Uh, posting articles is a great way just to establish authority on the subject matter. So people like naturally... If you've written something, it's kind of like authors. As soon as you have a book, you are naturally credible on a subject matter. Same thing. Maybe we should write a book. We're going to write a book. (laughs) We're going to write a book, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Same thing on LinkedIn with, with the articles. It's just that one extra boost over top of a post you know, a typical post that just shows that, hey, you've taken the time to think about this. So it kind of uh, builds your authority there as well. Uh, It also is easier than managing a blog. So if you've Mm. ever kind of gotten in or thought about blogging or tried to get any sort of blogging tools, uh, there's obviously ways to blog easier, like sites like Medium and things like that. But posting an article on LinkedIn articles is a really, really easy way to do that. And then the other thing is you want to show activity on your social media. So we talk about this all the time. When people look you up on social media and are considering using your services, they want to see that you're active because activity naturally looks like productivity to the end user. So they want to see that you're active. They want to know your your thoughts on something. Uh, And then, of course, it also allows for longer posts. So I think like a post, the limit's about 250 words. You can go up to 26,000 words. 
Well, I think like you're in the service-based profession. Don't, don't post a 26,000-word article. Yeah, do not post example. a 26,000-word <laughs> article. You're in the service-based profession, though, and people are Googling you and trying to learn about you, especially because a lot of times if it's a listing presentation, you're coming to their house. If they're meeting you as a financial advisor, like there's this, they want to know who you are, who are they dealing with? The LinkedIn is like the virtual resume. Yeah. It is a virtual resume in LinkedIn's biggest asset is really jobs and recruiting. But for service-based professionals, they're looking you up, especially if you're a financial advisor, insurance agent, or real estate agent, they are definitely looking at your yeah. LinkedIn. So some categories on what content you could share. Again, you want to kind of focus this around this idea of thought leadership. You can share your professional experiences and anecdotes. So if you're a real estate agent, why'd you get into real estate in the first place? What's your experience, kind of your resume, but in a more like story-driven format? Yeah. You can give your insights and expertise on your industry. So this is where you could be regularly posting about what the market is doing in your area from the local perspective, because people will come there, they'll be following you, and they'll be starting to get that uh, information from you. On the financial side, maybe post an article on on, uh, horrible at coming up with financial examples. (laughs) But I think the example we give all the time is like, yeah, yeah, there's like over 500 different ways to file for Social Security. Yeah. Like write an article just kind of explaining to people, not all 500 ways, but the fact that, hey, this is complex. And here's some general guidance, like make sure to provide value, but then make sure that you're also including a call to action for them to reach out to you, get a free resource, come to your website. Yeah. I don't know if you had this in your notes to mention or not, but we interviewed, what was it, Jimmy Coleman? Yeah. Lead Baller. Yeah. He has a company called Lead Baller and he generates leads for financial advisors and probably other industries now on LinkedIn. And his interview was fantastic, Ariel, if we can find the episode number, because he literally walks through kind of how to write your bio, like how to set up your LinkedIn to get the most engagement, most interaction. So you can get a bunch of tips in that episode as well. Absolutely. You can also include how-to articles. So those are really, um, those are always very popular. Uh, from uh, just a content perspective, if you're in real estate, you know, what are some of the things that you wish you knew before getting into real estate? What are some of the things you wish you knew coming out of high school about mortgages, about loans, about the uh, approval process, all those types of things? You can start to just very quickly share that on your social media as well. Other tip I would say is do what the algorithm wants. So the algorithms, and this is across all social media platforms, they are getting more and more relevant based to the user versus viral content, right? So, you know, uh, marketers, they kind of figure out how to ruin everything. So everyone has kind of figured out how to make these viral posts. Well, I don't know about you. I'm seeing a ton less, even on LinkedIn, of these viral Hmm. posts where someone has started off the story of like, uh, she walked in for an interview she left the, as the CEO. You know, it's like you like these ridiculous <laughs> stories on LinkedIn. So make sure- that, I love your examples today. <laughs> make sure that you post um, uh, niche, like niche down in your content as well, because that's going to be more re- relevant to people. Yeah. Do things that prompt discussion. So again, do what the platform wants you to do. If you're prompting discussion, people are interacting on the platform. They're staying on the platform. Yes. If they're actually consuming all of your content, LinkedIn will reward you organically for keeping people on their platform. Use uh, LinkedIn polls. I see that uh, very popular. Like, yeah. um, who was it that we interviewed that did, had the podcast, Sweetfish? Yeah, James. Uh, James, yeah. Forget his last name. Sorry, James. Carberry. Should, yes, that's what, yes. man, good memory, Josh. James Carberry. And he uses a lot of polls in his post. And I see a ton of engagement on his polls. So many, yeah. Yeah, so, so you can use polls on LinkedIn to get engagement and get people to interact, right? So a, a natural poll, right? If you're in real estate, do you buy or rent? Are you in your dream home? It's a better example yeah. than what I was going over. <laughs> she walked in 
And she, she left the CEO. She walked in for an interview <laughs> and left as the CEO. Boom. I would love to see that video. Yeah. <laughs> send, him, send it our That's way. That's a we'll great viral video. <laughs> Let's make that video. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now yeah. you know what kind of content you want to share. You've decided to start posting on LinkedIn articles. How to write an article. So under start a post, there's four little tabs there. One's photo, one's video, one's poll. Yep. Like you mentioned, the last one on the right says to write article. I would definitely write your post in a separate editor. So write it in Google Docs or write it in Word. Uh, two reasons. Number one, it lets you make sure you can save it if you don't get finished. Anything. Grammar. It does your grammar <laughs> check for you. But it's also kind of easier to format in those word processors. And then you can actually copy the entire yeah. thing with the formatting and put that on LinkedIn articles. The two most important things, though, remember, because this is what will actually show up in the feed, the thing that you've got to get people stop scrolling, is the image that you use. So you can use a cover image. Make sure you're taking advantage of that. If you don't have photos to use, you can get free photos. We'll include these links in the show notes of the episode. But pexels.com, P-E-X-E-L-S.com, unsplash.com, and Pixabay, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y, have really, really high quality uh, stock photos that you can use. And then your headline. You want to make sure that you write a really powerful hook that builds some curiosity and makes people yes. uh, want to click and draws people in that way. Uh, make sure you're formatting for readability and scannability. So something, you know, if someone doesn't want to read every single word of your article, they're at least getting the main points of it and getting that clear across using headlines. Just use the formatting features, bulleted lists. Uh, you can click when you're actually building uh, a post. There's off to the left-hand side, you'll see like a little plus sign. So at any point in the article, you can include videos, you can include images, and the video embeds right there in the article. You can include links, which come across really visually appealing. It'll actually pull the um, like the metadata from your website and put that right there in your article. And then you can use other features like snippets for quotes or testimonials. I call those out because anything that you can do to keep the article interesting from a visual perspective will keep people reading through your content that, from that perspective. I love it. I feel like um, being like the dictionary or the, what do you call it? The, oh shoot, for all these podcast Aha. references. Aha. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I need your memory. That's what Wait, I need. What do you, what do no, you mean? when you, like, <laughs> what's the guy who wrote the book on hooks? Oh, Brendan uh, Kane. Brendan Kane. Yeah. yeah. Man, I wish I had Josh's memory. He can just recall all this stuff. No one has ever said that Literally in Literally yesterday, Brendan Josh Kane. was saying, oh, my memory is going. Like, as I'm he getting wrote, older. He wrote that whole book on hooks. Hook we one, interviewed yeah. him, yeah. right? And um, so you can go listen to that episode. But one of the tips that uh, Dan, my brother, who's our marketing guy here, said is try to, if you can, think of things that are really popular that you can disagree with. Yes. And put that the, as your the hook. Hot take. Yeah, like the yeah. hot take. And, and you can switch it. Like maybe an example might be um, why buying a home, why you should rent and buying a home is a bad idea. Mm. Right. But then you switch the article if you're a real estate agent and you go through, right, maybe why you should rent. But then you basically make the article about, no, 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 buying a home is actually better. But yeah. you got them into the actual article to get that answer. So it's just like taking the the hook and going, what is a popular take that I disagree with? And then I can flip the article on it or Love take it. something about you, right? Like today on our uh, social media meeting, I told him like, I want to do a video that says what my wife hates about me. <laughs> People are curious. Sure they want to know. And then immediately yeah. he goes, aren't you curious? Yeah, aren't you curious? <laughs> and it's a long video. It might not be a TikTok. It might be a Maybe YouTube. It's a, series. <laughs> it's a series. That's another great point. I wanted to bring that up. You could actually, you should do series of posts. So if you're writing an article, like do a part one through four and then put that in the title. Someone sees part two, they get in there and they start reading it. They like it. They're going to want to go back to your profile and find those other parts. Yeah. So we'll have a what Megan hates about Luke 
part, seven part series we'll be posting soon. I was going to make a bad, inappropriate joke. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So now that you've got your article written, what do you do after you publish? You want to have a promotion strategy. This is the easy stuff. You want to make sure that you're sharing your post to your other social media feeds. So right from LinkedIn, you can share your article to Twitter and to Facebook. For all of the other sites, you can copy the link from the, um, there's a little copy link option there. You can also put that in your weekly email newsletter. So if you're sending out a weekly email newsletter That's a great point. to your list, make sure that you're including that in there as well. Grab the cover image, design it up, make it look nice so that you can draw more people. Ultimately, what you're trying to do here is you're just trying to provide value. You're trying to get people into your sphere and giving them a reason to follow you on social media so that you'll stay top of mind yes. for whenever they're ready to use your services. Or if you've worked with them in the past, they will be more likely to refer. Yeah, it's, it's all about the credibility. Yeah. You got to be top of mind and they got to see you as the credible expert. There you go. That is how to post an article on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaypodcast.com to get the show notes. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, there's only two ways we ask you to do it. And it's free. Just like posting on LinkedIn. It is 100% free. First way. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop a five-star review along with a comment. We'll read it here on the show. And the second way is to share this episode with a friend. Share this on LinkedIn. Be what kind. A perfect opportunity to share an article about LinkedIn. Yes. On LinkedIn. Uh, Luke. <laughs> yes. We're talking about writing, like in this episode. Yeah. So I thought it would be appropriate to find a joke that had to do with letters, right? Okay. Why did the A go to the bathroom and come out an E? It had a vowel movement. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I love it. That's a great. Anytime one. I can get it, it's yeah, worth it. If you'd like to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Your action item for this week is do or write, I should say, a LinkedIn article. <laughs> do, do, a link, do a LinkedIn article. No, write a LinkedIn article for your LinkedIn page. Post that up there. Apply some of the tips that Josh has given you today. Go check out Jimmy Coleman's episode to really craft your LinkedIn to get it a way that you want to actually attract people in so they know what they're getting when they come there. But do that. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 